Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the Honestly, I Don't Know If I Want to Find Out edition. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, the thing is, I've already found out everything about butts. Yeah. Oh, there's always more to learn. There's oh, but there's always more. <laughs> That's right. There's always more inside, outside, and around your butt. Yes, that is scary. That's that is the truth. Jill, are we talking about <laughs> butts today? We are not talking about butts today. Okay, I'm okay uh, with that. Yeah, we are not talking about butts. Uh, we are. But let me just get to the title. Okay, okay. Today is episode 086, Mysterious and Concerning Archaeological Findings. <laughs> so you know what my brain immediately goes to is, yeah. um, I suppose this isn't so concerning. I'm just assuming um, yeah. arc, like they're digging in an archaeological site and they just find tons yeah. of like dildos mm. carved out of wood or something. Oh. I mean, that will happen, it has happened, and it will happen again. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Yes. Um, this is not as funny. <laughs> okay. That's okay. We had a moment with the wooden dildos. Yes. And uh, and now it's passing. It's passing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jill Chacha. <laughs> and I am with... Uh, <laughs> Junior archaeologist Marissa Riley, <laughs> right here at your service. Um, if this is your first time listening, <laughs> welcome to the vlog. Welcome, uh, Doctor Riley. Here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. <laughs> uh, I I still have no idea what we're going to talk about today, but I am so excited. Uh, yeah. to learn about this with our listeners mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Yes. My friends today, we have two stories about two recent archeological digs and what physical objects were found. Ooh. Uh, and let me tell you without giving too much away right now, I can honestly say what was unearthed feels like the kind of stuff you'd see in the opening sequence of a horror movie, a la The Exorcist. Well, that's never a good thing. <laughs> That is horrifying. Yeah, I said it was concerning. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a different kind of concerned now. <laughs> That's right. Today we're going to crack open a tomb from ancient Egypt okay. and peer inside a sarcophagus unlike anything found before. Okay. And what's inside is equally unlike anything we've seen before, and I fucking guarantee it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like nervously like scratching yeah. my head now. You're, you're just scratching just the itch the itching. Are we gonna release a demon? It sounds like yes. Oh my god, when you see this thing. Oh my god! <laughs> you're not I was kidding. Oh okay, 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 okay. Jeez. Oh, okay. And in the second half of the show, we're gonna read uh, an ancient curse. No <laughs> Let's so, be careful with that one. Yeah. Well, Sounds like fun, and I think we should begin. Absolutely. (laughs) So let's head on over to the old, and I mean fucking old, ancient city of Alexandria. Oh, la la. That's right. And for my fellow geographically challenged Americans, don't worry. I got you. I have directions. Uh, Imagine Africa. You got it. Now point to Egypt. Okay. There in the top right corner. Hello. Uh Hello. Uh, Now please point to the middle of the north coast. Okay. And voila. Here is the Mediterranean port the port city of Alexandria. Oh, a port city. Yes, a right. Mediterranean port city. That's right. Alexandria. That sounds 
What yeah. a destination. Yeah. It's probably just okay, but like... <laughs> It's, 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 it's more Sounds than okay. gorgeous. It's pretty fucking dope. Now, if Alexandria doesn't sound very Egyptian, you're right. Uh, please picture yourself on its shores overlooking the Mediterranean. Uh, in the distance, to the northwest, you'd see Greece. Oh. Now, back in ye old 331 BC. Damn. I know. <laughs> Man. Jesus. 330. And I thought 2010 was a long time ago. <laughs> Back in 331 BC, a little fella named Alexander the Great oh dear. Yeah, came over from that region, which was at the time the ancient Greek kingdom of Macedon. Yeah. And he did a very dude thing, uh, colonizing slash founding a city, of course, uh, naming it after himself, Alexandria. You know, I mean, I can relate to this. Um, <laughs> you can? <laughs> I, Jill and I were watching this movie the other day, and this yeah. person had like pieces of art of themselves like pictures of themselves oh, that's right all over the wall and jill was like who would do that and i was like dude we have like eight thousand gorgeous portraits of ourselves like artistic renderings we do i was like oh that's right we have drawings we are ourselves. we are those people however we've never named a city yeah after either of us. Yeah, it's, That's it's, a it's, little it's within douchey. our own home. We're not yeah. forcing the portraits on you. Yeah, we paid for this <laughs> yeah. every month. So we get to put as many <laughs> renderings of ourselves <laughs> as we want. As like a masturbatory photos of ourselves. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying it. <laughs> All right, well, so ever since 331 BC, it's been called Alexandria. And, boy, howdy, this city has seen thousands of years of history, and it's an archaeologist's wet dream, basically. Especially for the researchers, scientists, and doctors of Egypt's Supreme Council of Antiquities. That's right. Sorry, that's the only reaction (laughs) I had for that. (laughs) Sounds fabulous. Uh, In the summer, uh, in the July summer heat, I should say, back in ye olde 2018, that sounds even further away than it really 331. Does. It really does. Back in ye old 2018, a group from this council was doing what archaeologists do best. Uh, they were digging. Amazing. Uh, they had located signs of an underground tomb on the outskirts of Alexandria, an area called Sidi Gebar. Uh, so they began digging and digging and digging. Fun. Uh, in fact, they found themselves a whopping 15 feet below the surface before they hit mortar, a shell-like casing and a sign, they're about to break through and hit a sarcophagus. Oh my god. I bet they were so excited. They were so fucking stoked. Hopping champagne. After 15 feet, you know, slowly, painfully, just one pan at a time, they finally reached it. Yeah. Dr. Marissa, would you please do the honor and tell us from the aptly named LiveScience.com article... What's in this massive Egyptian sarcophagus? Um, that's the name of the article. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, what the hell did they find? I would love to talk about it. <laughs> All right. Quote, they found a foreboding black granite sarcophagus. It's nearly nine feet long, five feet wide, and six feet tall. And it may be the largest sarcophagus ever discovered in Alexandria, said Dr. Mustafa Waziri, General Secretary of Egypt's Supreme Council of Antiquities, uh, in a statement released by the Antiquities Ministry. End quote. So this is a big ass sarcophagus. Massive. Nine feet by five by six. 
It's solid black. Solid black granite. Mm -hmm. This sounds expensive. Yes. And, well, we're going to look at it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, my friends, not... It's not only the largest in Alexandria, it's just massive in general. Uh, when the sarcophagus was cleared of debris and they did the math, this thing weighed 30, three zero tons. Oh my God. 30 tons. How many tons is an elephant? Um, I want to say like eight or nine. I like tons. how you knew. I just, <laughs> I've never heard you say that, but I just assumed you knew. So this is like a lot of elephants. It's a, Yeah. Exactly. A lot of elephants. At least heavy. three or four smushed together in a. That's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. It's a lot. <laughs> it's heavy. Yeah, and this was all black. This was an all black 30 ton sarcophagus. And if that sounds metal as fuck, you have to see pictures of it. Oh so, my God. Dr. Marissa, would you like to see this sarcophagus? Nothing would make me <laughs> fucking happier. Also, now I want one. Uh, can we start planning? <laughs> Let's plan. <laughs> Just squirrel some money away. Yes. So, I have a photo of it alone sitting in the dirt. But that doesn't really do it justice. So to really get a sense of scale, I have two other photos of the crew just standing around it and on top of it. I thought it was going to be a picture of it with someone like holding out a dollar bill <laughs> or like uh, a jar of peanut butter. You know how they do it like Craigslist? They'll like hold a product yes. that you're aware of next to it. Always so useful. All right. So all photographs we talk about today will be on our social media stuff. So please come on by and look at this metal as fuck very unusual sarcophagus. Oh, my God. Are you ready, Dr. Marissa? Yes. Here it is. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. <laughs> it's very modern looking. It's very modern. I do want one as a coffee table. Um, it's freaking big. And and I'm looking at it inside of this hole. Yeah. And the hole is a rock. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a big black box but it's got some like shape to it. Yeah, it does it's, look like um, a coffin-ish. It looks coffin-ish. It's got some edges. It's tray chic. I fucking love it. Super chic. And what's really striking to me is that there's no writing or identifying marks on it. Yeah, there's nothing on it. It's unlike anything you think Egyptian sarcophagus would look like. Yeah, when I imagine an Egyptian sarcophagus, and maybe this is like an overgeneralization, I imagine like all the cool uh drawings yeah. and uh i don't know what the word is but like you know just tons of shit tons, tons of, of shit. shit just the gold and all the things you want to take with you yeah. to party in the afterlife yeah. whatever your yeah. life yeah that's right. all your shit all your shit all right now for scale i've got two other photos dr marissa how big is this fucking thing i mean it's absolutely huge i see like three not three i see like five, six, seven people around it. And these five, six, seven people all look like fucking ants next to this yeah. thing. They're, they look teeny tiny. This thing is just daunting as hell. It's huge. Yeah. Here's another one of the back end. It had, this actually had to be divided into two photos because it was so big. It's so, so people big. At the other end. I, I have a question. Did, yeah. did they get it out? Ah. Or did yeah, they? Put a pin in that. Okay. Because uh -huh. I'm like, you know, we have the technology, but do you want to try to move it? Yeah, that's a really good point. Is that, it's, that's hard. That is a good point. It, it's 30 tons in a very tight space. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, I'm sure they have something that can figure that out, some mm. sort of crane thing. 
Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Well, now, as you can see, there's nothing written on the outside of this thing, and there's basically nothing else around it, too. Nope. Which is super weird. Yep. The only other object found outside with the sarcophagus was, you guessed it, a head. <laughs> Your eyes no. are huge. Yep. Uh, wait. This is some hereditary shit. <laughs> It's so fucking weird, dude. But let me get more specific. Okay. It was a sculpted, very worn alabaster head of a man, which officials thought could be a clue as to whose remains are buried in the sarcophagus. So but it was a fake head. It was a sculpture of a head. Sculpture of a head? Yeah. Do you want to see it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need to see it yes. for a while. Yeah. And uh, let me know your thoughts if you found this. I hate it. I yeah. mean... <laughs> I love it. It's incredible. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. I want to own it, but I also hate it. Yeah. I am feeling so many thoughts. It is, it, imagine like, I don't know what material this is. What material is this? It's a white rock. Yeah, it said alabaster. It kind of looks- Oh, alabaster. You yeah. just said that five seconds ago. That's how, that's- <laughs> Well, you're you're in trauma right now. I, you're, yeah, you're experiencing trauma. I'm dissociating trauma. currently. So if I- <laughs> sound weird that's why but it, it it's alabaster it's white it's got it and it's minimally carved yeah to create the kind of bust just the faint the faintest you know details of a face it's worn to hell it's worn to fucking hell you can barely tell it's a face but you can tell it's a face yeah. and it looks like it may have at one time been attached to a little bit more yeah that's a really good point either more shoulders more of a bust or a whole body. Who knows? Yeah. Just the head was there. I mean, Great. it, it might have been part of a statue, but nothing else was to be found. It was just this head. So you have to ask yourself, did they just toss it in along with this massive box? And like, again, there's no coloring or markings on the head. It's just a head. Yeah, I wish they had somebody. left a note. Um, <laughs> you know, we should all think of leaving notes. Always um, helpful. Always helpful. More often. Yeah. So, needless to say, when word got out that a 30-ton black box buried 15 feet down, found in the desert, uh, people kind of freaked. Yeah, yeah, now, I am. <laughs> now, this was in 2018 when Americans were knee-deep in Trump shit, so that's why it really wasn't on our newsfeed and, yeah. like, not on our radar. Yeah. But for the rest of the world, yes, the rest of the world exists, and the rest of the world... <laughs> speculated wildly what this could be who was possibly inside and what could happen if we crack it open yep 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 we're yeah. gonna crack it open right oh yeah okay are. good 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 Fuck good yeah, we are. uh but of course before we cracked it open there were people in like the doomsday camp where they were like if we do this this is going to curse us all this is how it ends it was yeah and then some other people were like chill out this could possibly be the remains of Alexander the Great himself. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it did Maybe. look expensive. <laughs> it did. Now get this. After establishing the city in 331 BC, his ass died shortly after in 323 BC. Okay. His body and resting place were never found. Ah, so Is this it? Could this be it? Is this him? Is this it? And other folks were like, oh, maybe it's like a combination of the two. When we open it up, you know, zombie Alexander is going to rain hell upon us. There's... Twitter and I could take him. All that. I I don't think he's ready for modern angry women. No, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Not. I could cancel him. Yes, I could cancel him with a couple tweets. Let's do it. Don't worry. Let's do it. 
so Dr. Marissa, please tell us, as reported by Declan Walsh of the New York Times, uh, what was the official reaction to all of this crazy shit, and what was the ballpark figure of which time period this thing came from? Let's let's get down to it. I'll write quote. Officials poured cold water on the speculations, and some seem downright exasperated by them. Fair. I've had calls about this all day, said Dr. Mostafa Waziri. Uh, people are saying it might contain Alexander or Cleopatra or Ramses. They don't know what they are talking about. <laughs> Although there are a few clues, the Egyptian Ministry of Antiquities has dated the artifact to the rule of the Ptolemaic dynasty. Uh, thank you. The Greek royal family that reigned over Egypt for about three centuries following the death of Alexander the Great in uh, 323 BC, end quote. So it's probably not him. Probably not him. Okay. But, That's uh, what I got from this. Yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah. But it probably came from sometime after his death. Got so, it. my friends, if you're wondering what the fuck the Ptolemaic dynasty was in Egypt, don't worry. I got you. Here we go. When Alex died, a very dude thing happened. One of his generals took the throne. Sounds about right. Yeah, you guessed it. A guy named Ptolemy I. Cool. Now, 300 goddamn years of his descendants ruled Egypt until the last Ptolemaic pharaoh, which was... Hold on to your putts. The Cleopatra. Shut up. That's right. Shut up. She was the last one. When she dramatically took her life, the Ptolemaic dynasty was over and the Romans moved in, yeah. uh, which was around 30 BC. Okay. So, my friends, this sarcophagus came from a very broad period of time, uh, sometime between 323 and 30 BC, which is you yeah. know, so that's uh, it could be one or two different people. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it really doesn't <laughs> solve any questions, really. Or nope. yeah. So, which means that's right. We got to open her up. Oh, finally! <laughs> oh my god. So now, before we do, okay, Doctor Marissa, I was wondering what imagery comes to mind when someone says "open sarcophagus." Like, what do you expect to see when you open one? I expect to see a. Uh, body yeah mm -hmm. specifically a body wrapped up in stuff yeah, um exactly classically known and i feel like this could be offensive now i haven't checked a mummy mm -hmm. we still use mummy mummified, mummified a mummified person there you go a mummified individual uh someone who identifies as a mummy that's right um so yes i yeah. expect that and then i expect some treasures yeah some bodily them. earthly possessions, exactly. The little, the little pots and stuff with their organs. Mm -hmm. Maybe a note or two. This is who I am. Yeah, maybe some drawings, mm -hmm. etchings, animals. I know they brought their dogs. There you go. Some cats. Some cats. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. I think, yep. I think we got it. I but I have a it. feeling, <clears throat> based on how <laughs> things on Well That's Interesting goes... It's going to be something else. It's going to be something completely uh, not that. Yeah. All right. My friends, two weeks after the discovery in early July of 2018, the council was ready to lift the lid. I like how they waited two weeks. You I guys, I couldn't wait. <laughs> I flipped that thing up as soon as I got in there. Oh, my God. So on my birthday, July 19th. <laughs> 
That's right. It was unwrapped. And I was given this gift. Yes, I made this about myself. Yes. Uh, everyone, imagine the nine-foot-long lid being pulled back by a group of burly archaeologists and machinery. And they first saw, drumroll please, a deep pool of reddish and black-tinted sewage. Gross. Which released a stench so horrific. According to antiquities.gov.eg, they had to leave the sarcophagus open for an hour to let the air out. What the fuck? Yeah. Jill. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, good news, I have a bottled sample of it right here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, Jill, what did you do for this? Someone's going to want it back. I do not have the... Um, Gook, uh, but I do have uh, a photo of what they initially saw, and I thought I'd show it to you. Yeah, are okay. we going to? Okay, yes. Show me the picture, okay. and so, we'll take it from there. So please do us the honor of telling us what you see and how, you f- how you'd feel if you opened up a 30-ton black box and saw this puddle of stuff. Um, and of course, this photo will be on our Instagram and Twitter, so please come on by and take a look at the goo. Oh my god. Ready? Yeah. I mean, it's fucking black goo. Yeah. It's a fucking tub of fucking black goo. Yeah. That's all. It's a black tub full of black goo. Yeah. This thing is six feet tall and it's like maybe a foot or two short of the top. Yeah. So yeah. more than halfway. Yeah. It's just black. Yeah. It's got some bubbles, um, like just little fuzz bubbles. Um there's just not much else to say. Not much. What is it? Exactly. But here is the million dollar question. Uh-huh. Do you stick your hand in there? Never. <laughs> Chill. No. Did someone do that? Uh, well, um, we're going to have to find out what's in there. Yes. Yes. Okay. So before we do that, you probably want to know what this is exactly. Um, it's not blood. It's shit. Literally. Are you kidding yeah, me? Uh, the theory is... It's 2,000 years of sewage that had leaked into the sarcophagus via a nearby road. But I just want to say, this is what I think. It seems odd yeah. that nothing else, like not the sediment or the rock or that statue, has any of this on it. I think someone hated someone. Yeah. I think someone hated someone. I, th- I agree. And had access to a lot of sewage. Is there a person in here? Ah. Great fucking question. Okay. Great question. So, um, they're saying it's runoff poop and sewage. I don't know. But we've made it to the big, big reveal. Who's inside? Well, grab a long poking stick because Uh, that's what the researchers did. Yes. (laughs) Let's poke. Let's poke. Grab your finest poking stick. Uh, Dr. Marissa, I am also very pleased to show you a photo of who they found in this pool of goo. Uh, Extra good news. It's more than one person. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Someone hated more than one person this much? <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. What do you see in this photo? Okay. Dude. Yeah. It's a bunch of people. Yep. All right. So I'm looking. It's just shit. It's, it's so gross. just thing of shit. It's so gross. I'm so here for it, though. But I see a bunch of fucking skeleton bones. Mm-hmm. Um... I see three skulls. Yes. I don't know if that's it. I see a jaw over here separated from a skull. I see some ribs. I see it all in a pile of shit. Yeah. Who is this? 
right. Who are these people? I'm so sorry. I mean, thank God. Maybe, I hope they didn't die in there. Oh, I don't know. It's not looking good. No. It's not. This is a terrible situation. It's terrible. Someone is haunting someone yeah. right now. Yeah. It's pretty awful. Uh, Dr. <sighs> Marissa, excellent, excellent skills. There are three distinct skulls in this photo. So yeah. at least three people were put into this black box. Uh, note, once again, they're not prepared in any way for burial. No. Nope. That we can see. Their bones are intertwined. It's a goddamn fucking mess. Yeah, it looks like they were literally tossed in there. Yeah. Yeah. So officially... What do we know? Uh, Dr. Marissa, why don't you do the honors and let's, tell us? Let's, let's do those honors. All right. <laughs> From Madison Dapsevich of iflscience.com, quote, Shaban uh, Abdel Maniam, a specialist in the study of mummies and skeletons, said a preliminary examination indicates they are all male. <laughs> And because one suffered from what appears to be an arrow wound in the heart, were most oh in the head, uh, were most likely officials, probably members of the military. Then again, Egypt Today reports uh, the sarcophagus could belong to a priest, but certainly not a king or emperor, as it does not have any inscriptions. End quote. Mm-hmm. So these are either military. Or priests. Oof. I don't know. They were priests. Oof. Woof. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, LiveScience.com confirmed no inscriptions or works of art were found on the outside or inside of the sarcophagus. At least from what we can see with the naked eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also no sign of artifacts. Uh, so I don't know about you, but my murderino gut tells me when someone is buried in an unmarked grave 15 feet down... Sealed in a 30-ton black box. It's not good. No. Also, like, if you if they're not, like, a, a fucking king, mm. wouldn't you just bury them? Right. You know, in a box or in the ground, whatever resource you had available. Why would someone go through all of this trouble yeah. to put them in this fucking box yeah. if they're not special? And it's also full of shit. Yeah. It is mysterious. Yeah. I think they were bad. I totally agree with you. 110%. These or, are not good yeah, people. Or possessed or yeah. something. <laughs> so, so to answer the plethora of new questions this discovery has created, quoting antiquities.gov.eg and translated from Aramaic, quote, these skeletons will be transferred to the antiquities storage of the, sorry, these skeletons will be transferred to the antiquity storage of the Alexandria National Museum for restoration and to learn more, like cause of death and the historical era to which they belong. As for the coffin, it will be lifted after the initial restoration work and transferred to Mustafa Kamel's warehouse in cooperation with the Northern Military District, the Engineering Authority. End quote. All right. So we've got a plan? We've got a plan. But... <laughs> We don't have a fucking story. No, no idea. No concrete updates. I'm sorry. I'm assuming COVID really slowed all this down. Yeah. Oh, that's totally fair. I got it. But I guess we can look forward to learning, as Brad Pitt so eloquently said in Seven, what's in the box? Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, It can only be good things. So after the break, the tiniest threatening note you ever did see. What? It's uh, also one of the oldest in history. (laughs) Someone left a note. Yes. (laughs) 
Stay tuned. Please do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, we're getting biblical. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> my friends, we're leaving Egypt and heading east, supposedly, possibly, just like Moses did, uh-huh. leading the chosen folk to what we now call Israel. But back in that day, it was called Canaan. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, look now, at that. In northern Israel slash Canaan, is the West Bank. Uh-huh. And boy, howdy, just as with ancient Egypt, this location is chock full of history and archaeologists butting heads. I can only imagine. Yeah. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Now, if you find yourself in the West Bank to this day, you will still see a 3,084-foot-tall limestone mountain called Mount Ebal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that supposedly, possibly, was, quote, one of the first locations in Can- Canaan seen from afar by the ancient Israelites after they had been led out of eastern of an eastern wilderness by Moses. Incredible. Yeah. In a biblical passage, Moses called on one group of Israelite tribes to proclaim curses from Mount Ebal. Oh. While another group of ancient Israelites proclaimed blessings from nearby Mount Gerizim. End quote. Lots of lots of proclaiming lots going of... on. Lots of things flying around. That's right. Uh, That was from Tom Metcalf of LiveScience.com. That's right, my friends. Think of Mount Ebal like a mountain dedicated to trolling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair. There you go. Can I say humans have always been doing this kind of shit? It just always takes different forms. Yeah. Now we're on Twitter. Then we were on a mountain. That's right. Just yelling into the void. Yep. In one way or another. So anyway, let's fast forward to the wacky 1980s. (laughs) 
truly, truly wacky. Yes. Truly wacky. When biblical archaeologist Adam Zertal was digging in the area, uh-huh. specifically poking around what's called Joshua's Altar, which was used possibly to perform Old Testament thingies like animal sacrifices and such. I love that um, you called it Old Testament thingies. <laughs> That's you're speaking. I've never read a Bible in my life, so that like. That's my language. Yeah. Prayer thingies. Old Testament thingies. (laughs) So he's digging away and casting aside what he believes is just dirt and debris that holds no value. Now, probably because this part of the world is so ancient and hell and high esteem, this dirt wasn't thrown away. It was was actually saved. Oh. All right. Okay. Let's fast forward once more to the year no one remembers. Say it with me now. 2019. That's right. What happened? (laughs) Yes, in December of 2019, Scott Stripling, director of excavations at the Associates of Biblical Research, or ABR, Mm -hmm. Scott decided to form a team from ABR and wet sift discarded material from Adam Zertal's excavations. They were like, you know what? Let's look in this bucket, see what's up. Yeah, let's look through some dirt. It's from the 80s. Yeah, there you go. That's take right. A look, take a look. Let's take a look. So, oh, basically, by the way, wet sifting means literally sifting and washing the debris with water. I thought so. Yeah. Thought I'd bring that what, up. What a life, though, these archaeologists live. I think 90% is just, like, looking through these tiny trays. Yeah. yeah. For anything, right? Anything. And also plenty of study and academia and, and whatnot, but just a lot of, like, it's a lot of poking. A lot of poking in dirt. Yeah, a lot of poking. Bless them. <laughs> so, yeah, if you like poking, this is your this is your calling. So I could make a joke right now, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, no pun intended. You won't believe what Adam missed and what this team found. Oh. Uh, Dr. Marissa, let's not bury the lead any longer. Please do us the honor and tell us what was found, how old it is, and what it says. I would... I love to talk about it. All right. From LiveScience.com, quote, archaeologists working in the West Bank say they've discovered a tiny curse tablet. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Barely larger than a postage stamp inscribed with ancient letters in an early form of Hebrew that call on God to curse an individual who breaks their word. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty good curse, yeah. then. Yeah. While uh, the dating hasn't been verified, the find hasn't been published uh, in a peer-reviewed journal yet. It discover. Uh, did I read any of that right? <laughs> While the dating hasn't been verified and the find hasn't been published in a peer-reviewed journal yet, it its discoverers think the tablet is at least three. Thousand two hundred fucking years old. That's right. That would make the inscription the earliest known Hebrew text by several hundred years and the first to contain the Hebrew name of God, they say. Mm-hmm. 40 proto alphabetic letters inscribed in an early form of Hebrew or Canaanite on the outer and inner surfaces of the folded lead tablet read. Oh my God, I'm going to read this. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Here we go. You can do it. Okay. Cursed, 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 cursed by the God Yahweh. You will die cursed. (laughs) Cursed. You will surely die 
cursed by Yahweh, cursed, 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 end quote. Um, So I just cursed. It is. I I said a curse. I think it's a curse. Oh, my God. I I would never direct it at anyone. (laughs) You're just Just, reporting. Yeah, I'm just reporting. It sounds like a rap. (laughs) I feel like that's something Kanye West would add to. Add a beat. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, my friends, this Liddy, Liddy? little itty-bitty piece of shade, if confirmed by archaeologist peers, could be as from as far back as 1200 to 1400 BC. God damn. Yeah, making it not only the oldest cursed tablet, this would predate all other examples of ancient Hebrew writing ever by centuries. I like how the earliest form of ancient hebrew writing we have is a curse yeah any hebrew writing is yeah. a curse. yeah amazing writing. again just to put into perspective how old this curse is in the first half of the show we were talking about 323 bc uh-huh now we're as far back as 1400 that is old yeah. that is old yeah. you know and i think 2019 is old this is actual old. This is actual old. Damn. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you like to see the oldest form of threatening shade? Please. Please. Is. So tiny. Oh, my God. It's it so is. cute and tiny. It looks like a little tweet. Yes. It's like a little tweet tablet. It's, you guys, it's, um, it's a little square piece mm-hmm. of rock, rock-looking material. Yeah. Uh, it's lead, though. And it, it looks like it can fold onto itself. So yep. you open it like a little book. And, uh, and I can't read it, anything that's on it. No. But I'm positive that they were honest about what it <laughs> says. And yeah, it's, it's adorable. It's adorable. It's about the size of a postage, postage stamp. Oh, my God. Again, this little booklet of smack is folded lead, like you said. That's only a square inch or 2.5 centimeters in size. Analysis of the chemical isotopes of the lead showed that it came from a mine in Greece that was active during this time period. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, so that's evidence wow. that helps Stripling's claims. Uh, for other archaeologists and biblical scholars, though, they're, they were really taken aback by this object, and they really want to get their hands on it. But at the moment, all of this info is just claims made by Sterling in his paper, which is currently in the peer-reviewed process. Okay, okay. And if it all checks out, his paper will be published later in 2022, and this tiny curse will be confirmed as the oldest known writing in Hebrew. Thank God. You know what? Once I've seen Ozark, the final season of Ozark next week, this is the next thing I'm going to be excited (laughs) for. I need to to, need to know. I need to read more about the, this tiny curse. Oh, my God. Amazing. So, my friends, I leave you once again with anticipation. We're going to find out who was left to rot in a 30-ton black sarcophagus, and we'll see if this little lead tablet is a big deal. Yeah. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. <laughs> or let us know. Or let us know. If you DM know us. Already, yeah. If you know why they were buried in shit. <laughs> yeah. Why are they buried in shit? Give us, send us a tweet. Yeah. Are you on the board that's going to peer review this fucking adorable cur- curse? curse? The cutest curse I've ever seen. Barbie-sized curse. So cute. So cute. Well, let us know. We'll let you know. Have our people call your people, etc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about that fucking box in the desert. That fucking box. 
If you haven't told them, tell everyone. Tell it's fucking disgusting. Everyone. Yeah. And please stay interesting. Please do.